you know and you know what in every sermon but you know what the truth is a true and an honest genuine preacher of the word of god doesn't care about the feedback or the kickback he preaches the word of god amen and that's amen hallelujah that i intend to continue to be and i'm going to preach the word of god tonight bringing to close the final part of the series on victory over sexual sin amen hallelujah first corinthians chapter number 6 for the last few weeks i have been speaking particularly on the sin that so many people commit even believers in the church and somehow they take it so lightly upon themselves but uh, the Holy Ghost uh, is extremely, extremely careful and mindful about uh, this particular sin. God hates uh, sexual immorality and sexual sin. In today's generation, people, you know, they glorify it. They have no problem with it. They think it's okay. I'm here to tell you tonight, uh, sexual sin and sexual immorality is an abomination in the eyes of Jesus Christ. How many of you can say amen? amen. So, uh, last few weeks, if you haven't been part of our service, go to our YouTube channel, Christian Fellowship Ministries Bangalore, and pick on those three sermons, listen to them, maybe even make it like a small pack of four links and you know, part one, part two, part three, and at today's part four, send it to someone, amen, that may be benefited for on you know, people will be impacted by that. Tonight, I want to bring to close the final part of this series, amen. Because what you do with your body tonight is very important, amen. You cannot treat your body as if it is nothing, so many times believers, they think, oh, I'm a spiritual person. And just because your spirituality is so high, you forget about the physical amen, nature of your life. Some people are so spiritual, they are of no earthly use. You can't be super spiritual also. That is why you have to give attention also to the physical nature of your walk with God. In our text, in 1 Corinthians chapter number 6, Paul is addressing the, to the church in Corinth and he's challenging the people to glorify God, not just in the spirit, which we all love to do, but Paul explicitly says, glorify God, not only in the spirit, but also in the body amen and tonight the church forgets this we can be so spiritual talk spiritual live spiritual but if you're not careful we forget the physical aspect and then we it gets us into trouble tonight let's read first corinthians 6 verse number 12 to verse number 20 turn there with me Paul says, all things are lawful to me, for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Foods for the stomach and the stomach for foods, but God will destroy both it and them. Now the body is not, look at what Paul says, now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot or a prostitute you may say? Certainly not. Or do you know that he who is joined to a harlot or a prostitute is one body with her. For the two, he says, shall become one flesh, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Look at verse 18. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body or do you not know that your body is what the temple of the holy spirit who is 
in you whom you have from God and you are not your own. Verse 20, for you were bought at a price. Therefore, look at Paul, he says, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Let's pray and let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us in this place. Father, we come tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Come on, church. I want all of you who are watching me right now, I want you to open your mouths and begin to agree with me and pray. Father, we come tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. I come against every vile, wicked, sexual spirit and sin, God, that so easily entices and tempts your people, your church, oh God, tonight, young men, young ladies, couples, God, husbands, wives, older saints, God, I pray, leaders, Lord, tonight I pray, give us revelation, God, that we are not just spiritual beings, but to also take care of our physical, which is our bodies, which are the temple of the living God, which is the Holy Spirit, O oh Lord. Speak to us, give us revelation and understanding and how we can glorify you, Lord, with our bodies. In Jesus' name and all of God's people said, Amen and Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to minister, amen, on victory over sexual sin, part four, finally, on glorify God in your body. Amen. Glorify God in your body. Amen. Hallelujah. Just as I said, you cannot neglect, amen, your body as if it is nothing. You have to understand that our body belongs to Jesus Christ. I want to see firstly on the great neglect for a moment. God says our body is very important. Do you know tonight your body is very important? How many of you can say amen? See, today the world, they worship their body. I'm not asking you to worship your body. I'm not talking about plastic surgery. I'm not talking about just pampering yourself and uh, you know this, that, the other, where you begin to be selfish and worship your body. I am talking about amen where you are reverent to what God has given you or created you as. See, God, Jesus did not create you as a spiritual ghost, but he created you and I as humans with a body and a soul. How many of you can say amen? We have a body and also we have what? A soul. So when you and I die, the body goes where? To the earth. Because the Bible says, right, you came from the dust and you shall return to the dust. That means our body goes back to the dust, but our soul is received by God. See, so we need to be very careful tonight because so many Christians, believers, they neglect the physical aspect of life they only look at the spiritual oh my soul is very important oh yes what does it profit if a man gains the whole world and loses his soul yes that scripture is very true we know that soul is important but while we are on planet earth not just soul how many of you know our bodies are also something that you and i need to be mindful about the Bible talks and lets us know that our bodies are united with the living God. You and I are physical extensions of Jesus Christ on planet earth. You know what? We are the physical extension of Jesus Christ on planet earth. In other words, that you and I have the legs. See, Jesus is no longer on planet earth physically, but our legs are representing the legs of Jesus as we walk on the streets. Amen. Our hands are the hands of God. Our eyes are the eyes of God. That his, amen, we become the extension of Jesus Christ. I want to declare to you this evening church that God cares about your body also not just your soul but also your body. This evening our text says that you and I are amen don't you know in verse 15 that your bodies are members of Christ and you know we are 
together united with him in other words we are knitted with god amen in his likeness and his image if you see in psalms chapter 139 amen verse number 13 the the scripture the bible says for you were created amen in my as an inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb see in other words god formed you amen and you know he covered you in his in your mother's womb he took time to create that physical aspect of you listen jesus when he came on planet earth how many of you know he also took the form of a human body he also came in the form of human he was the word who became flesh the bible says john chapter 1 verse number 14 the bible says these words in john chapter 1 verse 14 that he became amen the word became flesh amen and dwelt among us the bible says jesus was not just spirit like amen right now he is the holy spirit we understand in the spiritual realm now but remember when jesus was born on this earth he also took the form of a human being he had a body the physical nature you and i can see this evening amen hallelujah it is his body how many of you know church that was broken and bruised for you and i on the cross of calvary it was his body that was placed in the tomb amen for three days and then jesus rose again how many of you know he had the resurrected body with him when he met the disciples and he made an appearance to the ladies or whatever in the bible but then he ascended to be with the amen father in the right seated at the right hand of the father but now amen how many of you know he dwells among us as what as the spirit the bible says the holy ghost so don't ever forget tonight as believers we are not just so caught up with the spiritual dynamics only where we forget that this physical dynamics are also very important that's why paul says in romans 12 1 offer your bodies as a living sacrifice look at that god paul says what offer what your bodies in other words the physical aspects of your life also count as a living sacrifice can i make a statement tonight sacrifices are not made in the spiritual realm only also in the physical realm amen hallelujah so keep that in mind we are not pleasing the society the world with our bodies we are called to please god with our bodies amen hallelujah do you know my brother my sister you're watching me online tonight our bodies are instruments pointing people to god our bodies are not ornaments that we display for society and other people's name and accolade how many of you can say amen hallelujah your body can either be an instrument to god or an ornament to the world you can either use your body to glorify God or to glorify yourself and the things of this world. Listen, you have one body. You have one life. How many of you know you and I need to glorify Jesus through our bodies also? Amen. So when we're talking about sexual sin, it involves the physical aspect. We saw about all kinds of things from adultery to fornication and all of those I have touched with pornography and all of those. You should understand that we need to keep ourselves pure and holy. This is a great neglect today. People think I can do whatever I want to my body. It's the soul that matters. It's the soul that matters. If it was the soul only, why is it that Paul would say, present amen and offer your bodies as a living sacrifice to god look at what we see also in first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 and 20 you are not your own you were purchased or bought at a price therefore honor god with your bodies how many of you know we need to honor god with our 
bodies also. So what do you do with your body, young man, young woman, husband, wife, dad, mom, grandfather, grandmother, church member tonight? What you do with your body is very important. It's either something that brings honor to God or it brings dishonor to God. When we believe, amen, that we own our bodies, you know what? We treat it the way we want to. We get comfortable. We start abusing our bodies and this, that, the other. You know, we think, oh, this is my body. I can do whatever I want with it. How many of you know our bodies are not our own? How many of you can say amen? When you realize that you're, you were bought at a price, that your body doesn't belong to you, it belongs to Jesus Christ, that's when believers will not neglect that and they will be accountable to God and use their bodies to glorify him. One day, can I tell you this evening, we have to give back our bodies to God. He has given it to us. We give it back to him. Don't ever forget this. God took time to create you. First, rather Psalms chapter 139, verse number 13 and 14. For you were created. You for you created my inmost being. God created your inmost. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful and i know that fully well in other words god took time to create you and i so don't neglect that physical body of yours be happy with the way god created you how many of you can say amen see christians do not do plastic surgery how many of you can say amen if god gave you a flat nose let it be so tonight. There's a reason why God gave you a flat nose. As simple as that. Oh, I'm going to go uh, make my, I want my nose as sharp as a knife. What is the use? Amen. Then we start cutting tomatoes on your, on your nose then if that is the case. Amen. Oh, I don't like the way, you know, my body parts are ladies. I don't like the way my behind is, my lips are, or men like that. I don't like this, that, and they are all, and today, you know what, people think, uh, and they, I can do whatever I want with my body. I'll abuse it with tattoos. I'll abuse it with, uh, you know, cuttings and shavings and, you know, all of those things that people will do to themselves. Can I tell you this evening, be careful how you treat your body. It is going to be an instrument or it's going to be an ornament so many you know christian men and christian women you know what you treat your body as an ornament when it is never meant to be an ornament to be showcased it is an instrument to be used for the glory of god that's the reason, amen, when it comes to sexual sin, the body is used and that's why the Bible says, amen, you and I need to be mindful about this. Some of the sins that you and I face, you know what, we fight and we conquer them. But you know what, this evening we come face to face and fight and conquer some sins. But sexual sin, how many of you know tonight, the best way you can do it, amen, is by running at the even appearance of that sin. How many of you can say amen? In other words, don't dabble with it. Don't give in to it. Think, oh, I think I will, I'll somehow win over it i'll this that no don't even amen encourage that the the very sin nature of sexual sin should repel you should send you on a total different amen tyrant that's why paul says flee sexual immorality free sexual sin amen and this is the same thing you and i need to do i wonder how many tonight you're watching me online this evening and you neglect your body you neglect the physical you're so caught up with the spiritual you forget about the physical aspects of life this is where you have people who are hyper religious super religious they will not take bath Oh, it's the body. God doesn't worry about the body. Only the soul. Foolish. You know, we are called to take care of our bodies. How many of you can say amen? Hallelujah. Very important. They will not take medicines. They will not this, that, the other. And it's like they will abuse their body. They will put it. And somehow by doing that, it is as if their spirituality is displayed. Can I tell you that is absolute nonsense. 
God, amen, asks us to treat our bodies also with reverence because it is the framework and the structure of his dwelling place. You and I cannot neglect our physical bodies. Secondly, then, the great honor. Not only the great neglect, but it's a great honor tonight to use our bodies for the kingdom of God. Verse number 18, the Bible says, amen, flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does commit is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Look at that. Amen. That is how Paul starts the argument. Then look at verse number 20. For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body. Amen. So verse number 18, Paul starts by saying the negative aspects of that sin. Flee from sexual immorality and this, that, the other. And he finishes off with glorify, amen, God in your body body in other words Paul is saying don't even flirt with sexual sin don't debate it run like how Joseph ran how many of you can say amen or oh, believers oh I, I am not I am I, I don't run pastor you know what you don't run you fall into that sin as simple as that David should have ran but he stood his ground with sexual sin he fell into sin so running from sexual sin should be a habit and a character of a believer it should be the fabric of our character Paul is not just encouraging amen running from sexual sin but you know what when you run from something you should never forget we also run to something that means we run from sexual sin to what? Glorifying God with our bodies. That means there is a larger goal for your body and mind. That's why Paul says then if you run from sexual sin, what do you do then with your body? You have to glorify God, amen, with it. So how do we glorify God with our bodies tonight amen three quick things amen why amen we should not commit sexual sin amen in other words if you're going to glorify god why is it that amen we cannot involve in sexual sin verse number 18 the text we read flee sexual immorality and he goes on to say every sin a man does is committed outside the body but this sin the sexual sin is a sin that man what does he do it's a sin he commits against his own body in other words listen to me very carefully tonight a sexually immoral person he amen he sins with his body in other words he comes against his own body but what about being drunk? That also is abusing the body, right? What about committing suicide? What about smoking and all of that? And you know, you and I can start debating and thinking that way. But if you read in 1 Corinthians, amen, chapter 6, the same scripture, amen, early in that portion when we read, uh, amen, if you see, the Bible says when in verse 16, when a man joins himself with a harlot, or a prostitute, or a man, you know, commits sexual sin. The Bible says, he is one body with her. The two shall become one in flesh. So in other words, listen to me carefully, church tonight, as I wind down. Sexual sin, when you commit sexual sin, it not only joins you physically, but it also joins you what? Spiritually. You become body and soul with that person. In marriage, amen, sexual intimacy is something that God blesses it with. And he sanctified it. That's why the marriage bed is undefiled. So when a husband and a wife after they are married and they spend time and in life and they come together with physical intimacy it is sanctified the two become what one flesh not just physical but there's a spiritual bonding that happens in that physical intimacy now outside the banner of marriage then 
if a young boy or a young girl before marriage you're having sex or if a man or a woman is having sex amen or physical intimacy with someone who is not their husband or their wife or who is exposing themselves to sexual sin what is happening is that you are coming against the spiritual dynamics and you open yourself to all kinds of amen curses and defilement so don't ever think tonight it's okay for you to be joined with the prostitute or this that the other and it's fine how many amen people this evening think it's okay amen and God will forgive me I'm here to tell you tonight, God will forgive you if you repent. But if unrepented, sexual, immoral people, the Bible says, will not enter the kingdom of heaven. That's why, amen, you should not, you know, you know, uh, uh, commit sexual immorality because every other sin is outside the body. This one, you sin against your own body the spiritual dynamic amen hallelujah is attached in other words this sin will attack your body amen it will attack who you are it'll attack your mind your emotions your conscience your memory and all of that it will leave you with a with a spirit of guilt and shame and all of that and maybe you are involved in it you know god can deliver you but you cannot continue the same way there's great honor in, amen, using your bodies for the kingdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Then what for did God give us the body then? What for? Verse number 19. See what he says. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Do you know? Paul is using the picture of the temple. Amen. He's talking about this word. Eight times amen in this letter he uses the word do you sh don't you know do you not know eight times he uses in other words you should be knowing this believer you should be knowing this sister my brother you should be knowing this don't you know that your body is the temple of the holy ghost that god lives in you if you don't know you should figure that out right now in the Old Testament, how many of you know the temple? There was the outer courts where everybody could go. A certain group of people can go. And then there was something called as the inner court or the holy of holies. Where only certain people could go. And the most holy of holies where the presence of God dwelt. Do you know in the New Testament, amen, when Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, he tore open the temple veil. What was he saying? Now no longer do I live in buildings and in temples, amen, I live where now? In the hearts of men and women. So in other words, why should we take care of our bodies? Because it is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Let me ask you a question, how is your temple? Is the Holy Spirit there? Your, amen, bo your body can either be the temple of the Holy Spirit or it could be the temple of a demon spirit. Ungodly things reside in you. The devil resides in you. Because if you say you are a born again believer, church member, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. What you do with your body is very important because it is the temple, the framework and the dwelling place of the Holy Ghost. That is why you and I need to be careful how we treat our bodies. I'm not saying worship it, but how many of you know we need to take care of our bodies? Amen. Because God resides in us. Don't ever forget that amen in your life Galatians chapter number 4 verse number 7 amen the Bible says these words Galatians 4 7 so you are no longer a slave but a son and if a son then an heir through God in other words listen to me 
why this is so important to you and I because amen when we come under the yoke of Jesus Christ when we come under the banner of Jesus Christ when we receive him into our hearts the Holy Ghost begins to reside in us it is no longer us who are slaves to the world how many of you know now we are not slaves to the world but we are the sons and the daughters of God and the heir and to the inheritance of God in other words you don't belong to yourself you belong to Jesus Christ how many of you can say amen that no longer should you abuse your body with the things of this world now you need to allow your bodies to be used by God when we were in sin we abused the body but when we give our life to Jesus it is not abuse anymore but it is off use to the kingdom of of God how many of you can say amen so if you're here and watching me online tonight uh, amen you should not be smoking there is nothing called as a smoking Christian how many of you can say amen you know I know so many people who say oh, I'm a believer but they will smoke they'll be you know this holy smoke comes from your mouth you are you're destroying no 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 God is only worried about my soul pastor I witnessed to so many people they'll have Christian name but they'll be smoking and speaking to me I'll be like there's nothing as a, you know, you cannot drink alcohol and say I'm a believer. Amen. There are, there are so many people. Even I know, amen, churches have pastors. Thank God, not in our fellowship where the pastor comes drunk to church. The bishops and this, that, the other. How many people I know personally. You, you, you cannot be, amen, a drunk, you know, pastor. A drunk Christian, a little wine, Pastor Paul himself said, and you take it in out of context and you somehow drink. Families sit together and drink. Father is pouring for the boy beer. Mother is ha ha ha. She's also drinking. Everybody, you know, all one, one gang, all with one gang. No, 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 no. You cannot be. And then you, then you sit and you, you press the prayer bead. You, you, you know, prayer bead. You know what? None of those prayer will take you to heaven. Amen. As simple as that. You keep pressing the prayer bead and you also take a little bit of drink and then it is and prayer and this, it will not help you. You are abusing your body. How many of you know tonight? Panpara, gutka and all of those things. You are abusing your body. You're what? Abusing your body. Everything okay. Only the small habit, pastor. God will leave me, pastor. You know, as simple as that. Mukpodi, amen. You take, you know, Nawaliam. And then people, there is nothing, you're abusing your body. Amen. Like this. Throat cancer will come. You're abusing your body. You're not a Christian, you're abusing your body. Tattooing, you're cutting yourself and this and that, the other plastic surgery and you know, God, you know, there's some limit. Even ladies, amen, hallelujah, God, there is a limit to the number of piercing, amen, that you can take. One earrings, two earrings, okay, hundred earrings in one, it's not going to help. That's abuse. That's simple abuse. You cannot do that. It's a, it's, it is not biblical. How many people, amen, just surrender themselves to all of this. Listen, it is not great honor. It is great dishonor what you, amen, you do with your body in that case. In, in same thing with sexuality. Very important. Your body, number one, belongs to God. And then, listen, husband, your body belongs to your wife. Your wife, amen, your body belongs to your husband. It cannot be paraded. How many of you can say amen? Can I give a word of help to people? Be careful on WhatsApp. Be careful on Instagram and all of those. Who do you follow? If God sees your account on who you follow on Instagram, how much flesh and body they show. You're so obsessed with your body. Sister, don't be so obsessed with your body. One day worms are going to come out. Amen. When it goes to the earth. My brother, don't be so obsessed about your body. It's good to be fit. Amen. Going to the gym and keeping fit. But you know, don't be so obsessed with your body because that's one day going to go down. 
you cannot amen be obsessed with the body we are only called to take care of our body but also use it for what the glory of god and one of those ways paul says is in the realm of sexuality he says flee from every sexual sin in other words keep your body pure and clean amen hallelujah pastor you know how many people i know many many years back i'll tell you a small story and as i'll close with these amen i had a friend of mine and this is probably dating back to the early 90s i remember and uh, when we were you know having a conversation and we know we were working together and things like that he will constantly say you know he'll say you know what man you know life is so boring and this that the other and then he would say you know what i visited a prostitute and this that the other he will go on telling some details and then he will finally say you know what when i when i'm done everything when i take a nice hot shower i feel so cleaned up and nothing you know you can take all the shower you want but your soul is tainted today you know religions think somehow you sit and wash your body and everything is clean you know what yes we need to take care of that but what about the soul tonight what about the inner so this evening it's very important that you and i amen use our bodies as a great honor to glorify god at the least at the minimum can i tell you tonight uh, in order to glorify god through your body flee from sexual immorality how many of you can say amen hallelujah very important uh, today husbands the bible says love your own wives wife love your own husband very important amen you got to be extremely mindful those living in uh, uh, can i give a word of help tonight those of you living in joint families or whatever maintain line and limit with the opposite sex amen hallelujah you need to understand today we have to say that if you're living in a home with teenager teenage girls or whatever and this that the other know to know your limits live amen in that uh, because uh, there is nothing called as acceptance I know even in my own family there have been times uh, amen where there have been these violations uh, that I have known and I have told that is absolutely wrong you know one man married to two women that is wrong it's okay they will live together in the same no that is wrong the bible says no that cannot happen i'll marry the older sister or also marry the younger sister that is a wrong that is a violation God will judge that. Society may say it is okay. God says it is not okay. That is sin. That is what sin. Like John, uh, Amen. He goes on to say, you know, you shall not have your brother's wife. He lost his head. It has to be called out tonight. Sexual sin is, you know, so prevalent today. how many sex scandals have we heard in the christian fraternity today priests who are molesting boys and girls and it's coming out in the open and you know so and so is coming out and telling you know we consecrated our life but the one that i looked up to who was the ambassador of god himself violated me horror stories read it it is everywhere why because these people don't understand that sexual sin will destroy their life I was reading a, a testimony of a man, a, a Catholic priest, and you know they confronted him of molesting young boys. And you know what he says? The Bible talks about when you commit sin against a woman, not against a man, so it is okay. And that is the weird and the wicked thinking of today's generation. And how many people are upset because of that? And genuine people walk away from Jesus Christ. Why? Because of idiotic people like these. that is why amen you and i need to be very very careful as pastors how many pastors amen how many people in the church like that how many elders take amen advantage of you know the situation and the vulnerability of people young single women are pulled into the vulnerability i will help you but you know this is what you need to do for me and this that the other how wicked can it be how many of you know born again believers we need to keep ourselves pure and holy Let me make a bold declaration. I don't care if a man or a woman names the name of Jesus Christ, and if they are involved in sexual sin, that person is sure to go to hell. 
But in your name we did this. In your name we did that. Who cares? You violated amen with your body. Oh, but you know, I did not physically commit it. So what? Jesus said, even if you look at another woman, come on, sir. Come on, ma'am. You've already done it. You're on your way to hell. That is why Paul pleads this, flee sexual immorality. He says, glorify God with your body. I close tonight from then for great glory. Great, great glory. The great neglect, people neglect it. The great honor we have is to use our body for what? The great glory, amen, that needs to be brought to God. Do you know your body and mine is a mobile, amen, a temple? In other words, the, the place where you and I are, where the Holy Ghost resides, God's purposes can be fulfilled in our lives. There needs to be an attitude of holiness and purity in our hearts. What you do with your body, amen, with your eyes, glorify God. You know what? I want to talk to people. Glorify God with your eyes then. What you see, very, very important. How many of you can say amen? Hallelujah. How many of you have seen people and they'll say, I'm Pastor, I don't, I'm not so comfortable with that person being around. It is not only men. I have seen women also like that. So ladies, don't think you're too innocent. For every great man of God, the devil will always send a Jezebel to pull him down. So men of God, be careful. Amen. So what you do with your eyes, glorify God with your eyes. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Glorify God with your ears. What you hear. How do you glorify God with your body? Ears, what you hear. Don't sit and be listening to gossip and slander. What song you listen to. You have no time. You don't like praise and worship. But every morning till night you sit and listen to Bollywood music, Kollywood music, uh, you know, beef music uh, and mutton music. Oh, what? Be careful what you listen to. You need, amen, a wood only on your head. Listen, what, how you sin through your ears. Be careful. Glorify God with your ears. Let your ear gate only receive the things of God and faith and edification and all of it should repel. Amen. Slander and gossip and wicked things and, and your mouth. Oh, some of you, you need a mouth cleaning. How many of you can say amen? Physical mouthwash is not enough for all of us tonight. You got to be careful what comes out of your mouth. Pastor, oh, pastor and church and this and the other in front of them. But then when you move, it's just venom. There's venom in your mouth. Some of you, amen, you know what? You are more dangerous than a cobra snake because of the venom in your mouth. Your tongue, it wags so much. Glorify God with your mouth. Important. Let the words that come out of your mouth be edifying. Be careful. Someone said the tongue, in, the tongue is in such a wet place, it slips often. I mean, if you know, be careful with the slip of the tongue because most slip of the tongues are nothing but the abundance of the heart. You got to be careful what you speak. Glorify God with your mouth. Glorify God with your hands. How many of you can say amen? What you do with your hands, use it for God. What you do with your legs, use it for God. Let every member of your body, amen, be for the glory of God. That is what Paul is addressing, amen. Here he says, take care of this. Let your body bring honor to God, amen. Let it bring glory to Jesus Christ. Take care of your body. Don't allow sin to enter your body. Flee sexual immorality. Guard, amen, your body in all of these things. I close with 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 10, the Bible says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done. What he has done where? In the body according to what he has done whether good or bad you know what there are some things that god will judge you for with what you've done with your body and this evening my brother my sister what do you do with your body amen do you have victory over sexual sin are you pure are you holy or are you defiled 
in your body. You know, every area else, you know, you, you, know, you, know, you, you say, oh, I take care of my soul. I take care of my soul. Soul is very important. Yes, but don't forget, physically also, you and I need to take care of our bodies. It should be used for the glory of God. So don't neglect it. Don't neglect it. Amen. There's a great honor to be used by God. But then also there's a great glory that comes by it. So this evening I want to challenge every person, every believer, church member tonight. Live in sexual freedom. Live, amen, with absolute power of the Holy Ghost, amen, displayed in your life through your body and also through your soul. And tonight there's hope for you. Maybe you are in any sin. You're sinning with your body, amen. It could be through so many things. And you say, Pastor Raj, my heart's not right with God. You know what? I am sinning with my eyes. I'm sinning with my no, amen, with my ears, my mouth, my hands, my legs whatever tonight i'm in an ungodly relationship i'm this that the other whatever and you have a sin that is a, that is shameful for you to say and you know you're involved in that i am telling you this evening there is hope for you if you repent and confess your sin if you don't repent and confess your sin if you die you're going to go straight to hell but if you do confess and repent i'm telling you that simple decision will set you on your way to a godly heaven can i have every eyes closed and every head bowed in this place hallelujah rabba karaba shanda thank you jesus close your eyes with me church close your eyes with me this evening bow your heads everybody tonight front to back I wonder how many tonight you're watching me. Oh, God is in this place. God, I come against every evil, wicked distraction in the name of Jesus right now. Holy Ghost, speak to the hearts of people. If there's anybody here tonight who has not surrendered their life to you, tonight let them give their life to you. I wonder how many you're watching me right now. Your heart's not right with God. And you're given to sin, hidden sin, Maybe even blatant open sin. Everybody knows who you are. You have a character weakness. You have issues. If that's you tonight, maybe you are in sin with your body. Addictions, bondages. And you know, you know what? That's right, Pastor Raj. I know I cannot go to heaven if I'm living this way. I need Jesus. If that's you, you want to receive Christ into your heart. Lift up your hands tonight, front to back, side to side. Lift your hands up. Lift it up, put it back down. You need Jesus Christ. Maybe you're backslidden. In other words, once you were living for Jesus, you loved the Lord with all your heart, but somewhere you've gone back to sin again. Like a dog going back to its vomit, you've gone back to it. Tonight, come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus Christ. Anybody tonight, you're backslider tonight. You've stopped, you've stopped coming to church. You're listening to me right now. You're struggling with the thoughts of compromise. Lift up your hands. You may be in church and backslidden. In church and backslidden. Why? You are no longer having the same passion and zeal and excitement. The love for God. The honor for God. The love for headship. The honor and all of that. Once you had it, now you've gone back. That is a picture of backsliding. Tonight, get your heart right. Get your heart right. Lift up your hands. Put it back down. Lift it up. Put it back down. How many, how many would there be? Okay. I want to speak to believers tonight, church members, disciples, young men, young women, married, unmarried, people of all ages, fathers, mothers, husbands, wives, grandfather, grandmother, everybody tonight. How is you? Amen. Your, your walk with God. Is your body the temple of the living God? Who resides in your body? Is it holy enough for the Holy Spirit to be there? Or is it a brothel? Is it a brothel where, you know, ungodly, evil things reside? The unholy spirit resides in there. Or is the Holy Ghost in there? Tonight, how many this evening you struggle with sexual sin? You know your character is wrong. You have a woman weakness. Woman weakness. You've been involving in sexual sin and you think you can cover up. You can use contraceptives in this, that, the other. And it's, nobody will know you have a pleasure. That pleasure is only for a moment. It will take you straight to hell. You know you have a, a, a man weakness. There are women. Your character is not good. Sister, your character is not good. You covet your neighbor's man, husband. 
You're coveting your neighbor's wife. That's wrong. That's wicked. Tonight, God is saying, get your heart right tonight. You may be even a Christian, but you battle these thoughts. Some of you, you battle lustful thoughts, lustful dreams that come through. This is a struggle. You know, it's a battle for you. And somehow you think it's okay. It's okay. It's not okay. You have to bring those things, amen, into the subjection of the knowledge of God and get deliverance tonight. Your bodies need to be used for God, glorified. And if that's you tonight, all across this place, the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. You're going to say, you know what, Lord? I want you to make me a living sacrifice, God. Let me be a sanctuary. Let my body be a living sanctuary for you so that you can live in me. Holy Spirit, live in me. But if God's one, if Holy Spirit's going to live in you, unholy things cannot be there. Let's stand together all across this place. You say, you know what? I'm going to glorify God in my body. Let's find a place. Kneel down wherever you are. Find a place to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, prepare me as a sanctuary. Oh God. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise and glory. God, Come on, kneel down. Kneel down with me. Amen. Be a sanctuary. Pure and holy. Tried and true. With thanksgiving. church let's examine our hearts to be a sanctuary pure and holy tried and true with thanksgiving I'll be a living Sanctuary. 